0: Uh, preachers are getting canceled. Let's get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Stop doing that. Stop doing that with your hands. No. Stop doing that with your hands. Uh,
1: no. I have to dance. Hey, hey.
0: welcome <laughs> to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I'm
1: your other host, Andrea. I'm your dancing host, Andrea. <laughs> wow. If this is your first time around here, we are so excited to have you. Just a couple of notes. We're not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off, although either of those things could happen. And if they do, we want to know about it.
0: Yes, it's a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you don't have to believe to belong. You can join the conversation at Dropping Sunday on all the things. You can support the show financially, patreon.com slash Dropping Sunday. You can wear the merch, Dropping droppingsunday.com com slash merch. Andrea, how is your heart?
1: Uh, my heart is great. Yeah. So listen, I, yeah. I told you uh, off the air right before you hit record. Yeah. That I had a personal update, oh. and you got Ooh. really, you got really excited. <laughs> it's not what you think. <laughs> Where's the button? I don't there know. You got a boyfriend? No. Oh. It's not what you think. Um, but I do. I do want everyone to know that I am entering a new era. You keep using the heart? I don't think I missed what it you said. Mean. It, <laughs> it means exactly what I think it means. I I went to the rodeo this week. And I am entering my cowgirl era. Okay.
0: Um good for you. I don't I mean, I don't know what else to say. Uh so you're entering your cowgirl. What does that mean?
1: Um, that means... Oh, let me check your shoes. Well, not today. Today I'm wearing my tennis shoes, but I did wear boots the other night. Oh, you know, those, I wore, <laughs> those cowboy sketchers. I wore, uh, no, I wore Ariats. Okay, okay. That I borrowed from a friend. Okay. And I wore a hat. It wasn't like a true cowgirl hat, yeah. but it was adjacent, which was fine. Because yeah. I realized that there's a lot of women who don't wear like true cowgirl hats to the rodeo. Yeah. Um, let me tell you something. First of all, I love the fashion. Yeah.
0: I'm just playing music. You can keep me yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. What are you playing? This is just like, this is like kind of country Christian y things that I could come up with. This is that Chris Tomlin record Thank from a couple years ago. This uh-huh. is uh, the Florida Georgia line. Just for you. <laughs> Listen,
1: <laughs> do you know how cute cowboys are? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever noticed?
0: I mean, no is the thing <laughs> but also that's a lie because i've seen yellowstone i know what's happening no and <laughs> and just so you know like last sunday i might have wore cowboy boots and a western shirt on stage. see i
1: mean listen i am i am i was born in texas okay i did live in mississippi for 10 years yeah. but i've been back in texas for almost 20 sure. so i feel like this is no this is normal yeah I think every Texan has to go through a cow cowboy era.
0: Wow, you've been here way too long to just now be experiencing
1: this. I know. I don't know. I'm a late bloomer, I guess. And um anyway, I I was looking at boots online the uh, other day. Okay. I was looking at hats.
0: Like it's That's how you know you're in your cowgirl era is because yeah. you're what you're shopping for?
1: Yes. Okay. And I told my mother that I was gonna be insufferable and she goes, You already, already are
0: <laughs> I love Andrea's mom.
1: And I said that was me yeah um accurate but also <laughs> you know so anyway yeah uh shout out to a uh, friend of the show and personal friend of mine and yours erica who um who went with me to the rodeo the other night we had it was so fun okay <laughs> it was so fun so anyway i do apologize to everyone for how insufferable i'm gonna be for the next this bit.
0: is a song by christian Kane called call it all country women now here's the thing <laughs> This is not Christian country. I just put country, you know, Chris, I put in Christian country uh, gotcha. and this guy's name is Christian. <laughs> so it kind of counts. It kind of I mean, this is your style of music. Yeah,
1: New
2: York at the
0: this is your kind of music now? Is that what we're hearing? No. No?
1: I think I'm more like.
0: How can I get a country shot to the Lord situation happening? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think I'm probably more, I'm, I'm less like bro country. Yeah. You know, and more like Zach Williamsy, maybe, maybe even like even older than that. I mean, I'm a, I'm I like oh. Kenny Rogers, oh. Dolly
0: Parton. I've got to show you some of the stuff in my record collection downstairs. Yeah, I've got yeah. a lot of old school Willie Nelson. Yeah,
1: you know, like yeah, I think yeah. I'm. That's probably a little more my my cool, speed. Cool, 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 but cool, I haven't cool. gotten to the music yet. I've only gotten as far as the boots and the hat. Okay, <laughs> so you're. So you're flirting with the new era. So is what really, you're saying. <laughs> really, it's just about the fashion. Yeah. <laughs> I just want an excuse to buy new shoes. Oh, and accessories. Oh, poser. Oh, oh listen. Oh, Here's what's funny. Yeah, the, night, the night, <laughs> the keep night, the night before the rodeo, yeah. I went to the Bass Hall to see uh, Aladdin. Oh,
0: phenomenal! The Broadway show. Did you uh, dress like you were from the Middle East for this one? I did not. Okay, because <laughs> you know, apparently, you just wear whatever you're. You know. Whatever you're going to go... Hold on. Let me say these words. These words can come out of my mouth. It'll be just fine. You <laughs> wear the clothing to match whatever you are going to go see.
1: Yeah. Okay, great. Well... There's nothing wrong with yeah, that. It's okay. I you do, play dress I, up. It's Listen, fine. I love a theme. We thing. all love
0: to play dress up. I it's love fine. a theme.
1: <laughs> I did not dress... There were... At Aladdin, there were so many little girls in oh. like Jasmine costumes. Oh it gosh. was the cutest thing. Um, But no, I... I I'm very at home at the bass. I like Broadway. Yeah, I like musicals. Sure. I like I walked into Dickie's Arena the next night yeah. and I was like, oh, this is
0: this is not my I is, don't
1: I don't fit here." Yeah. But here's the thing. Yeah. I looked like I did.
0: Yeah. That's all that matters.
1: No one knew that so, I didn't fit. Yeah. All
0: right. So, podrishners, if you know uh any cowboys out there that are single, yes. uh, they love Jesus, they have a job, they were born male, and they're willing to button her mama we need <laughs> i wish i wish y'all could see her face right now it's 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 not it's like excuse me sir but also not not against it <laughs> she's hey. okay um oh, no. <laughs> and there's tears there's tears all right so here's the my thing. face red so I actually went. Uh, I, I wore that that country get up last week. Um, you, <laughs> tears are coming down your face. I have no Kleenex. You're just gonna have to okay. deal with it. Good. Um, and and then we uh, we had to go get Jonathan some some shoes. So uh, we had gone out to South Lake because there was a shoe store up there that we wanted to go to. It's closed on Sunday, uh, just like check Fil A. And so. Um, <laughs> So, uh we we ended up going to this other place. We got Jonathan the shoes that he needed, you know. And then we're walking around and Julie kind of goes, "Um, you're wearing um you're wearing cowboy boots and kind of like trendy clothes walking through South Lake on a Sunday. Um, did you ever think?" <laughs> I was like, no, dude, 19 year old Seth is pissed at me right now. Like you sold out, man. He's so mad. You're like, come on, you sold out, you <laughs> freaking poser. And that's when I said, I didn't sell out, I bought in. And uh, which is Ooh. a great line from SLC Punk. So, uh, you know, just, uh, just lo- lots of things. So s- sometimes, uh, sometimes that's what it is, right? You're not actually selling out, even though other people want to say that you're selling out. Uh, pastors get in tr- trouble for this all the time for, uh, you know, when they do things to maybe try to get attention for things yeah, yeah. and they end up getting canceled over it uh mike todd again um again <laughs> again again what's he doing this time uh he poured syrup and whipped cream on a bible for a sermon illustration now i wanted to just see your opinion it's a sermon illustration mm-hmm. okay that's all you need to know okay? okay what is your initial reaction to putting syrup and and uh whipped cream on a uh, on a bible
1: Well, I mean, you saw my face. My yeah. initial reaction was like, but why though? And I mean, I know there are there are people who absolutely and and I agree, I think I'm somewhat in this camp that there's no reason to um go out of your way to destroy something, yeah. you know? Um say something sacred. Sorry, I didn't finish my thought destroy something sacred mm-hmm. and, and we do believe and treat the word of God as sacred. Yeah. Um, now that's just a physical copy. Right. So it's not like, I'm, I don't think he's sinning, um, by doing that. I don't think he's, he's going to go to hell. Right. Um, but you don't love it. I don't love it. Okay. What if
0: I told you that the purpose of the sermon was our bodies are the temple of the Holy spirit. And this is the way that we treat other things that are holy, including our bodies. We treat our bodies by putting sugar and sweets and 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 uh, not being healthy. Like those are the things that are just as important as uh, as treating treating the temple of God just as important as t- treating the other holy things of God as important. Mm. Is it a reach?
1: It's a little bit of a reach. Yeah, I think so too.
0: But I mean, okay,
1: it's a little bit of a reach, and I'm also not sure. I mean, I. I could maybe debate that that's what the scripture means there. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't disagree. I'm yeah. not, I'm, I'm not the healthiest. I don't, I'm, look, I'm drinking Chick-fil-A right now. By the way, uh,
0: let's clarify. She actually brought a meal from Chick-fil-A into our house and asked if we had a blender. And she's like, this must all go <laughs> in at one time. <laughs> Ugh, <laughs> no,
1: that's she's disgusting. Drink, I'm uh, drinking tea from tea. Chick-fil-A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I did eat a sandwich on my way to your house because I hadn't had lunch yet. Hey, but good for you. I, I'm not sure that's what the, the scripture
0: means yeah, there. I mean, I get the point that he's trying to make. I think that, um, you could have made the same point personally. This is just my thought on it. Mm-hmm. You can make the same point by saying you wouldn't want me to do this. Right. Right. But we were willing to do that. Like, I, I think that's like sometimes, um, you know, tell, don't show. Mm-hmm. It is okay. Sometimes show. Sometimes you need the show to catch people's attention. Sure. Yeah, but in that, that situation, anybody who's going to be that outraged about it, they'll be outraged by the idea of it. You don't necessarily need to show it. Mm-hmm. That, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't know. I I don't have a problem with it. It's a. It's it's literally like it's a book. You know it, what I'm yeah. saying? Like it's it's, it's paper. It's, paper. It's, it's, it's leather. It's whatever. Right. There's nothing uh, that is sacramentally important mm-hmm. about something that you just went to the Christian bookstore and you, I mean, somebody made money off of it. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. Why do, why do Bibles have to be $80? Oh my gosh. They cost so much. Why? I don't know. Why? I don't know. Why?
1: I don't know. Why? <laughs>
0: All right, that so uh, so you were telling me about that someone went,
1: that went on longer than it needed to. <laughs> no,
0: it didn't. That was perfect. Not <laughs> a single listener turned any of that off. Um, so what you you were telling me about
1: another pastor that may have also gotten canceled here recently? Um, so I don't know if you're familiar with International House of Prayer in Kansas City. I am IHop familiar. Casey.
0: Yes, 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 yes.
1: So uh, Mike Bickle. Uh, who is the founder of IHOP Casey is under a lot of fire right now. Okay. Um, I bet you can probably guess why. No, I mean, no, I mean, he's.
0: Uh, oh, is it because they tried to make burgers and they tried to become the International House of Burgers? Yeah, that's it. And everybody's like, "Hey, stick to what you do, pancakes." I mean, prayer is that what happened? That's it. Okay, cool.
1: Um, no, he uh, allegations of sexual abuse. Uh, over oh the man, years I, are I want to take, I to take that
0: joke back. How do you take that joke back? I listen. past Seth apologizes for not knowing what this was about. I am so sorry. I am so, I'm so. I was trying, trying to, to... Try to make an IHOP International House of Pancakes <laughs> joke, and it'd be like that. But if <laughs>
3: Oh,
1: heaven help me.
3: I don't want to leave it in, but I know I can't. I don't think so... you should. No. Mm-mm.
0: Okay. Sorry. What happened to this terrible human being?
1: So, Mike Bickle <laughs> is under he is under fire because uh he's had several allegations come against him in the last I would say it's about 6 months or okay. so. Um for uh, women claiming that he sexually abused them. And in fact, one, the most recent one, has said that he used prophecy. Mm. Um,
0: okay. To this abuse guy her. Go. And
3: can't, I can't say that either. No, can't Golly, say that either.
0: But that's how I feel. Yeah. Thank you, Future Seth, for believing that. But that's just how I feel today. Okay.
1: And he, I mean, he's also uh, in hot water for covering up, uh, I think. One of his children was having an affair, mm. just all sorts of things. Yeah, um, I know terrible. that Mike Brown uh, has gone out there to try to help uh, mediate and and help the organization get past this. Sure. I'm not sure that it's going well. Uh, I read a headline that said they're kind of at an impasse at the moment. Yeah. So I don't really have much of an update as far as what's happening. He has obviously, Mike Bickle has obviously been removed and there's just a lot. But man, it's just... I'm I, I so tired. Of I'm so tired. I opened julieroy's.com and it's just every other story. Wait, is what is this? Julieroy's.com is a Christian woman who kind of reports on a lot of things happening oh. in the church. Um, she's not afraid. She doesn't shy away from, and when I say the church, the big C church yeah, like yep, in general. Yep, yep. And she doesn't shy away from uh, reporting on sexual abuse allegations and claims and those kind of things. She talks about good stuff, too. But right now, it's like every second or third article is about another pastor who's had an allegation against him. And I'm just kind of tired of it.
0: Can I tell you what I'm tired of? Uh, We've had over 200 episodes. Never heard of this website. So thank you as a co host for holding it down for us. I appreciate it. You're keeping me keeping me up to speed on things. a
1: lot of a lot of the articles, um, you know, that that thrilling uh, article I read last week about the the faith leaders we lost in twenty twenty three that you loved so much. I wish everybody could have seen his face as I was going through that. That was from Julie Royce. Oh,
0: okay. Well, <laughs> never mind then. I take back everything I said. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that sounds about right.
0: Um, okay, so someone else who um, should get uh, should absolutely get canceled. I'm gonna uh, play some of this uh, some of this video. This is an online pastor in Colorado. Yep. Um, he is being charged of committing a 1.3 million dollar crypto scam. And so he released this like nine minute video. There's, you know, I'll, I'll play some clips here, uh, but it's essentially explaining that the Lord told him to sell crypto, cryptocurrency and, uh, and spend the proceeds on uh, remodeling his house.
2: So uh, here we go. I are being charged in a civil charge uh, from the Colorado Securities and Exchange Commission for basically selling millions of dollars worth of cryptocurrency that is deemed worthless by the state. Now, the reason that they're seeing that it's worthless is because there is no exit for people who have bought. We launched an exchange, the exchange technology failed, things went downhill, and from that point forward, we've just been we've just been waiting on the Lord literally for a miracle. So the charges are that Caitlin and I pocketed $1.3 million, and I just want to come out and say that those uh, charges are true. So there's been $1.3 million that's been taken out of, I think it was a total of $3.4 million. But out of that 1.3, half a million dollars went to the IRS and a few hundred thousand dollars went to a home remodel that the Lord told us to do.
0: Lord told us to.
2: So how this whole thing started is the (sighs) Lord told us uh, in 21 to walk away from our marketing company and he said, I'm gonna do a new thing. And then he took us into this cryptocurrency. It was a different cryptocurrency other than index coin at the time. Well, that cryptocurrency turned out to be a scam. And so the Lord says, give that to them, but also give them a 10X. And I'm like, well, where's this liquidity gonna come from? And the Lord says, trust me. Well, as money is coming in, uh, we would be sowing it. And at first it was hundreds of dollars and thousands of dollars, then tens of thousands of dollars. Money would come in, we tithed, we sow, more money would come in. And so we were just always under the impression that God was gonna provide, that the source was never ending, that God was doing a new thing and that we had nothing to worry about. And we sold a cryptocurrency with no clear exit. We did. We took God at his word and sold a cryptocurrency with no clear exit. And so the prosecutors have to take that and say, these people willingly sold a cryptocurrency with no clear exit. What we're praying for and what we're believing for still is that God is going to do a miracle. God is going to work a miracle in the financial sector.
0: Okay. So um, listen, what he just admitted to was God told me to give people a 10x return on their investment. So he was telling people, if you invest, I'll give you a 10x return. And then he would get money money in and take that money and pay out the, the previous investors. Mm-hmm. This is what's known, just so you know, as a Ponzi scheme. Yes. <laughs> okay. Just cool. So you just admitted to a crypto Ponzi scheme. Yeah. Awesome. Great job. And you did it by using Jesus's name. You know what?
1: Future Leaving Seth, it
0: in. Future Seth can bleep that out too. But for real, like, stop doing this. Stop doing it. Stop. Listen, there is, there's something to be said for touch not mine anointed, right? Like, don't, like, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you that kill the prophets. And like, it's a terrible thing. But prophets, if they say things wrong, they should be stoned. That's all I'm saying. Like, if you're going to take it all, take it all. I'm, You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like... And and I'm not saying this dude needs to be physically put to death, but I mean, definitely whatever influence he has should be.
1: Uh, 100% and he should be in jail. Yes. He broke the law. Yeah.
0: I'm not saying there's not redemption or forgiveness or anything else <laughs> like that for this dude. I'm not saying he's going to hell. I'm just saying you used God's name in vain. Yes. You, While breaking the law. And you did it under the guise of prophecy, which you're going to call the Holy Spirit. So you've also blasphemed, blasphemed the Holy Spirit. Yep. Come on, dude. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, same thing for uh, Bickle. Yeah. What, what's his name? Bickle. Mike. Uh, yeah. Mike Bickle. Yeah. yeah. Same thing as that for that dude. If you are prophesying things to for your own gain, then you are taking the word of the Holy Spirit and blaspheming it. Yes, that's what you're doing. And so, guess mm-hmm. what? Sorry, bro. Yeah.
1: Sorry about you. I mean, we, there we, is there is forgiveness and redemption sure. and restoration. Sure, 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 sure. There's sure. also consequences. Yeah, yeah. That's, and you, you you have to deal with them. Yep. You have done something, but. He also was like, what kills me is you, you're putting this on the internet. Yeah, 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 So guess what? When your trial comes around. Oh, yeah. Guess what they can use? This is it. Audio of you admitting to yeah. the crime. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And you also pocketed some and used some. God didn't tell you to remodel your house. No. God didn't tell you to do any of this.
0: No. No. Now, you can... <clears throat> you can lay out fleeces for the Lord and be like, Hey, what do you think? And, and dude, there's so many times when, um, dude, have we, did we talked about this? No, I don't think we talked about this. I have found that most of the times, because I've made some crazy moves in my life, Mm -hmm. financially, uh, work-wise, those types of things. And so many times I go, God, I want to know. Mm -hmm. what your perfect will for my life is. Right. Mm -hmm. And we get, and I take it to the Lord and I fast and I pray and I do all of these things. And, uh, Padreishners, I know almost everybody's been there, right? Mm -hmm. Where you're like, what, what is it that I'm supposed to do? What do I do next? And what I've found more times than not that God's response to me is whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever. It's not a sin issue. Right. Right? Like he's not, he's not, I'm not doing like, should I sin or should I not sin? It's which path should I go? Whatever.
1: Either one is fine. I can bless you whichever path you go down. And
0: you know why that is, is because the scripture says, whatever a man finds to do, Mm -hmm. let him do as under the Lord. And so like, there's something to be said for that. If you're waiting on the Lord to tell you whether or not you should invest in cryptocurrency, he's probably not going to. Yeah. Right. That's just not the way that it works. Um, because he that's not the way that he answers prayer, yeah. You know, I, I, gosh, I, I forget which show I saw. I saw something one time where God was talking, and you may even know. And, Padres, if you know, hit us up and let us know what, what this was when, when when you hear this. I heard this guy talk about, yeah, um, they were speaking as an angel or like as the voice of God, just about how, well, everybody, every sports team prays that mm. I would let them win. And I'm just never going to do that. Yeah. Like if I was going to do anything, I would just go back in time and make them practice harder. Right. <laughs> like, like that's the you way you have a little more discipline. That's, that's the way it goes. We'll yeah. get back to sports here in just a second.
1: Okay. Well, before, before we move on, yeah. I, I do want, um, I do have a video that I want you to play. Cause it, it goes perfectly with uh, both the Mike Bickle story about using prophecy and this wonderful person uh, saying that God, uh, God told them to do a crypto scam. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> God did not tell them this. But this is from uh Jackie uh Jackie Hill Perry. Are you, you're familiar with her? Um well first of all she kind of
0: gives gives a bit of a Lauren Hill. A little bit. She's giving Lauren Hill. But she's but she's not
1: giving Lauren Hill with the truth of God. Ooh. So this is a great video. Oh so like Sister Act 2 Lauren Hill.
3: I got you. <laughs> exactly. You say God says something like my ears is close. Because in my mind, he's the Lord of hosts, the Lord of glory. I want to know what he's saying. So when they say it, like I, I hear God say it, I'd be like, oh, what did he say? And they be like, you know, God is saying uh, that your debt going to be paid off. Oh, okay. Did he add an addendum to that, that you just need to steward your money right? Or uh... we need to bring Dave Ramsey in here or something? Or he just said that, is that for everybody? Is that just for... a It's just... Or uh, God said, you know, that uh, you're you not going to suffer for long. Oh, okay, you really could have quoted the scripture for that. Like, I don't even think you had to paraphrase what you thought. Because God... at some point, we're lying. Yeah. At some point, we have to call it what it, we're lying. One more thing. One more thing. Because oh, well, the amount I, of this done. that's happening in the social media local church streets in the American church has me bothered. And I'm like, I'm going to have to start pushing back more because anyway, if a sermon, a 45 minute sermon, if the the pastor or the communicators opinions, clever ideas, anecdotes, observation, if that makes up the majority of the sermon and not God's word then that already tells me that I'm listening to somebody who wants to establish their authority more than Christ's authority. And so when you have the audacity to then say, God said, I don't care what you're saying, God said, because you didn't even appeal to his word. Like his word isn't, isn't even the basis of, the, of this entire message. So that tells me that's how you live your life. Mm-hmm. I don't want it. Last thing for real.
0: Oh, golly.
3: Some of what has made us susceptible to all this foolishness is that we need to re-engage with the fundamentals and the basics of the faith. These are fundamental things, such as, what does it mean that scripture is God-breathed? What does it mean that scripture has authority? What is the canon and why is the canon closed? What is the place of prophecy in the New Testament, or not New Testament, but what is the place of prophecy now in the church today, in the local church? Um, what what does Paul mean in Hebrews 1 when he said that back in the day, God spoke to us in many ways through the prophets, but now he has spoken to us finally in his son. What what, what does it mean to not quench the spirit, to not despise prophecy, but to test everything? How do we test everything? Like, like these are really basic questions that I think if we, we get these down deep into our consciousness, we'll be on guard from craziness.
0: Okay, first of all, uh, I just followed her, uh, Jackie Hill, Perry, yeah. duh. That's her handle. Yeah. <laughs> Jackie Hill, Perry, duh. Yeah. D-U-H. She's okay. fabulous. Uh, wow. Fantastic.
1: Love her yeah. so much. I, uh, I was just talking to my mother about this just the other day because we were, we were talking about people who I'd listened to a podcast of another pastor. This is an old Dateline episode who had done the same thing, used, Prophecy, and you can't see me doing my finger quotes. quotes. Prophecy. Note for the audio. Um, to do terrible, horrible things, and I said, you know, I had a I had a person come to me one time. This was years and years and years ago. I was young, early twenties. They had started a new ministry that was to a very specific uh, demographic of people that by by virtue of my childhood and the way that I was raised, I did not have any common ground with this demographic of people. Um, that doesn't mean anything good or bad. It just meant that I had no common ground whatsoever to speak to them, minister to them, to, for them to, li- why would they listen to me? I have nothing. And so do I support the ministry? Absolutely. I think that that is a a ministry that, that God can use. Well, this person came to me and said, God told me you're supposed to go with me to do this. And I looked them 22 years old. I looked them dead in the eye and I said, he didn't tell me that. Yeah. Good for you. And this person, (laughs) their jaw hit the floor. I think they thought that I was just going to say, Oh, well, if God told you, no, no, because you know what? If God can speak to you, God can speak to me and he does. That's right and i can listen to it that's and right. i can discern his voice on my own that's right i'm not ever i'm not ever going to look you in the eye, seth and say god told me to tell you that you're supposed to stop running that's so dumb <clears throat> somebody told me <laughs> <laughs> well god god isn't going to tell me something it like might have been
0: me I it might might have said that
1: god might tell you that <laughs> yeah. god might tell you that by the sure. way the yeah. uh, trials for uh, marathon runners for Paris Olympics were today did you know that
0: um no no i didn't because yeah. uh, i'm not a runner anymore no. it's been two weeks since i've run, you haven't run a so day so day. the way that runners go is like oh i haven't done more than 10 miles in the past two weeks so i just don't run anymore yeah. meanwhile i haven't taken a step bro oh
1: <laughs> man i need to like
0: you know, it was like it's too cold and now like i don't have that excuse so right no it is not to figure, too cold just trying to figure it out um anyway Watched
1: yeah. watched part of that today. Thought, oh, oh. Look, that could win Seth. Look back. They did it in two hours. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like two hours and two minutes.
0: Oh, um, good, wow, well mm-hmm. done, gentlemen, uh, and and ladies. I'm sure now. Yeah, ladies, they were they didn't get that, that that fast, but um, they were just a little bit behind. Them. Yeah. they were about four miles behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, listen, six and a half hours. My guy, <laughs> multiply <laughs> times three. They could. Uh, yeah, never. We're just never. gonna keep going. Anyway. Yeah. All of that to say. Yes. I,
1: there, God will never say anything, and I think she says this, but maybe not in these clear words. Yeah. God will never say anything to anybody, preacher, pastor, evangelist, missionary, Joe Schmo on the street. He right. will never say anything to anybody that contradicts his word.
0: Okay, so let's talk about this just real quick. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I think that you and I both have been surrounded enough by... Um, the charismatic movement, where we've seen it done well, mm-hmm. and we've also seen it done really, really bad. Really, not okay. well. <laughs> and what's happened is that because of the people that did it not right, yes, um, that is where the majority, in my opinion, that's where the majority of the people who are considering themselves evangelicals come mm-hmm. from is because from church hurt, from people abusing their, their yeah. quote-unquote quote authority. Um, and in the charismatic world, it's from abusing their quote-unquote spiritual gifts. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's just, so I think that you and I probably have both had um, enough experience and probably even mentorship of like, this is how you do it well, mm-hmm. okay? So here, here's the thing. I'm going to give you a couple of tips that were given to me when, when I was really excited about whether or not God was speaking to me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, it's, it's so cool that I am now of a generation where there's, there's generations behind me where I get to pass this on. Yeah. And so like to kids in the youth group, um, when they want, like mm-hmm. this, this has happened here in the last couple of months where I th- think I've got a word for somebody. Cool. Does it go against scripture? And, um, well, well, if you don't know, then you shouldn't say the word. Right. And so if you want to get strong in the prophetic, understand what his words sound like. And that means you have to get real good with, with the Bible. Yes. Because he's never going to say anything against the Bible. What you find is that sometimes the voice of the Lord sounds like your pastor, see uh, Saul and Eli. Mm-hmm. Uh, and other times you're going to see that the word of the Lord sounds like the word of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, and so... Just because you hear your pastor say it doesn't mean that it's necessarily true. You have to go back to scripture. Right. And so sometimes you're like, what is it that I need to... I feel like I'm supposed to tell that person something mm-hmm. and God will bring to mind a scripture for you because that's the way that he works. So first of all, does it go? Does it align with scripture? Okay. Two, it, it aligns with scripture.
1: Great. Is it really for someone else or is it just for you? Right. That's. Do you know how many... Problems would be solved if people would say, you know what? I think God just meant that for me. I, I that think is encouragement, edification, or correction for, for me. me.
0: For me.
1: Not for nobody else.
0: I can't tell you how many young prophets I have seen get up and tell their dirty laundry yeah. thinking that it's everyone else's. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, um, so is it for me or is it for everyone else? Okay, great. I've decided that it's for someone else. Great. Is it for everyone else or is it for someone else? Mm -hmm. That's number three. Okay. Is it, does it align with scripture? Okay. Does, uh, is it for me or for someone else? Is it for everyone else or is it for one person? Mm -hmm. Don't necessarily grab a microphone if you, right. Right. Okay. Absolutely. And then, uh, and then lastly, the thing that you really do have to check is, does this align with the Holy? Like, does mm-hmm. this align with the Holy Spirit in my life and in the recipient's life? Right, right. And so, it is very rare, very, very. I think I, I don't know. Honestly, I can't think of a time when I've ever said, "Thus saith the Lord," because mm. that's some serious stuff. And so, if you, if you're still trying to try this thing out, just be like, I feel like the Lord is wanting to say. Mm-hmm and then you give give it to them, and then you walk away. Mm -hmm. Don't add what you think it means.
3: Don't add what you think it
0: means. I am going to give a crazy charismatic story right now. Can I do that? Mm -hmm. Okay. I was ministering in the altars of a church service, and the Lord told me to walk over to someone and say, "Um, you will finish the race. That's what he told me to say. Now, here's the thing. Um, the Lord, I don't remember most of the things, the ways that I I minister to people in these ways, because Mm -hmm. otherwise I take pride in it. I remember this because it's a a point of correction for later. Okay. Uh, that you'll that they will finish the race. And I was like, okay. And I walked over and I was like, so, um, do you like run? No, no. Um, oh, Okay. Well, do you do like, tra- no? Like, okay. And I was like, uh, uh, and then she, and th- this, this girl goes, um, I, I got injured, so I can't do any of that anymore. I used to love doing it, but now I, I can't. I said, oh, well, the Lord wants me to tell you. And it fell completely flat. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I had just essentially primed the suspect. Mm-hmm. The, does that make sense? Like, I had pulled like a uh, Steve Martin leap of faith action mm-hmm. where I had asked her a bunch of questions and said, Oh, uh, and then from those context clues, whenever what he wanted me to do was walk up and say, I care about you so much that I'm sending a stranger to say one phrase to you that'll mm-hmm. mean something to you that means nothing to them. Nothing. Because nev- there's no way that that guy could know anything about you. Right. Right. Um, and so. Be obedient, but then don't add anything. Yeah. Don't try to don't try to hedge your bets. Don't try to do anything else like that. The only hedging you need to do is if it lines with scripture. And by the way, you'll finish the race, lines with scripture, it does. right? Is it for me or for someone else? Well, it wasn't for me. It was for someone else. It was for that person. It wasn't for everybody else. No. So I can move on. I could tell it just to that person. But then I screwed up on the last one. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it happens. It, it happens. Uh, he's been uh, gracious to give me uh, other opportunities to try to mm-hmm. get it right. So,
1: yeah, you know, I was in a I was in a Bible study uh, about a decade and a half ago, Um, a bunch of girls. And we we wanted to uh, we wanted to practice in a safe place, you know, with each other hearing from the Lord. Yeah. You know, very specifically saying, Lord, we're praying, you know, we have a need. One of us sometimes it would be like one of us, we're going to pray for you and we're going to ask God to give us. Some encouragement or edification yeah, or correction, okay. things like that for you in the safe place. And we all understood we might not get it right. Was there
0: spiritually mature leadership there with yes. you? Okay. I just wanted to clarify that. <clears throat> yes. So that people didn't feel like, oh, that's a good idea. Let me right. grab some buttons. No, there no. was there were
1: spiritually mature um people that were there to explain the exact same thing that you just said. Yeah. You know, go through the, the things that you the check marks, if you would. And I always found it amusing and kind of interesting because any time that I was praying for someone and felt like I heard something, I heard scripture. Amazing. Very specific. I would hear, and what's so funny is the Bible that I was using at that time. I could tell you, I couldn't tell you what the scripture reference was, but I could say, "I'm going to flip to this page. It's on the this side of the, of the page." page. <laughs> it's highlighted about, about two halfway. Down. Down. Yes, yeah. yes. Exactly. exactly. And so God always spoke to me in scripture yeah. and songs. That's that is the way that He sure would give me thing, give yeah. me words for someone else is scripture and songs yeah. because, well, songs because that's. of my brain is song lyrics. But here's the thing. I had to recognize that that was scripture. Yeah. Because I had to have already read it. That's right. And known. And that's how you, you said it a minute ago. That's how you know that what you're hearing is the word of God, because it aligns with the word of God that you've already read and you've studied and you've memorized and you've all of you've spent time in. And so all of these, and that's what, Jackie is closing the video with is we've got to get down to the basics basics. of faith.
0: Um, I'll also, I just want to give uh, one other little bit of just, um, just, just a a note of care here. Um, God does not speak to me in the King's English. (laughs) Okay. Like he doesn't speak to me in King James. He, He, he doesn't. Um, and and the reason is, is because not because I didn't grow up reading that I absolutely did. And there are some scripture that I, I just enjoy Mm -hmm. the cadence of King James more than other things. So I'll, I'll still stick with that sometimes, but that's just not how I talk to people. And my God is a relational God Mm -hmm. with, with everybody. And so he talks to me differently than he talks to other people. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I remember one lady telling me a story about how someone walked up to him and said, thus saith the Lord, my daughter, my daughter. And she stopped him and she said, God would never call me that. She, he, he knows what mm-hmm. he knows, what I'm going through with my dad. And he, he will call me that one day, but he has not called me that today. And st- shut it down. Mm-hmm. And the person, again, mouth hit the floor, just like everything else. But knowing how God speaks to you is important Yeah. to, to know that if you start hearing things that are like, man, that just doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. It's probably not right. Yeah. You know, now if it challenges you, it probably is. Yes. If it causes you to live a holier life, it probably is. If it if it's calling you to a place of repentance and uh, of, of existing within the fruits of the spirit, if it's mm-hmm. causing you to you know, love more, do those types of things. It probably is. Um, but if it's causing you to love in spite of the other fruit, Mm -hmm. uh, then you, you actually don't have a a fruit of the spirit. You have candy that you're Mm -hmm. trying to eat. We'll get it. We can talk about it some other time. Anyway,
1: I always go encouragement, edification, or correction. Those are the three, the three main things that I'm asking myself. Is this an encouraging word? Is this an edifying word saying, keep doing what you're doing or uh, or is this correction?
0: I noticed that instruction isn't in instruction.
1: There. Oh, yeah. Well, and
0: but but I think that it's in, important yeah. to say that if someone else is giving you Ooh. instruction that doesn't align mm-hmm. with what you feel God has already instructed you. Here's oh here's another thing. Oh gosh, we, did we think that we were going to do prophecy? Absolutely talk? did okay. not prophecy think we corner. Were this. <laughs> Welcome to prophecy corner with Seth and Andrea. <laughs> um, Here's the other thing, okay? Uh, Very, 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 very rarely Mm -hmm. does God ever use prophecy for revelation. Mm. It is almost always for confirmation. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know if it's revelation or confirmation, eh, it's probably not for you. Right. Okay? Like it is almost always, very, very rarely is it for revelation. It is Mm -hmm. for confirmation. And the problem is, is that when people have Oh, goodness gracious. When people have (laughs) dirty vessels, Mm. then what's being poured into those vessels gets dirty. And then what gets poured out of those vessels is then infected by the dirt of the inside of the vessel, right? Mm. This is how you get people who come back and say, thus saith the Lord, Mm. Donald Trump will be president. Yeah. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, not the first time. The second time, I guess they were right about the first time. Uh, and then when it doesn't happen, they go, "Oh, it it couldn't have been my dirt in the in no, the oil. Right. It couldn't have been my dirt in the oil. It must have been something. It must have been the 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 other dirt. It couldn't have been my dirt. Right. So it was a stolen election. You know, mm-hmm. those types of those types of just ridiculous things. Yeah. So um, so those are things to just kind of be mindful of and be. Always look for confirmation. This is what God is speaking to me. And beware of confirmation bias, where you're looking for someone to tickle your ears because you want confirmation Mm -hmm. for something else. Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about the prophets that are saying that Donald Trump's going to be president. Speaking of. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that. Oh, hey,
0: by the way, everybody, welcome to an election year. (laughs) It's 2024, guys. Um, And we've been doing this so long, we've done it twice
1: now. Oh Oh, my gosh. Oh no. How did that happen? Super Tuesday's coming up. It's about a month away, guys. So, um, well, I just... I (laughs) so we all know that I love Beth Moore. Yeah, she she found herself in a little bit of hot water a few weeks ago on on Twitter. Was it was it just a
0: bath? Was it a spa?
1: You're not funny.
0: Was she in Arkansas hot springs? Go ahead.
1: So she she tweeted this. Okay, um, All right, what's
0: my where, where's my Twitter button, dude? I don't know where any of my buttons are anymore.
1: I need you to be prepared. That's my. Oh, that is yeah, it. it is. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot what it sounded like. I haven't heard it. So there long. we go. Can we still use that now that it's X? Um,
0: I that's the sound my my phone
1: makes. I still have it. have oh, dude, the. Still have it. That's the that's the one that I have. Yeah. Um. So this is what she tweeted. Okay. And then I've got a follow-up. Okay. She said it's past time to learn to distinguish between the term evangelicals as a political sect, and even uh, evangelistic people who preach Christ and only Christ and believe to their bones He's the single, solitary Savior of the world, and the totality of all Christianity has and needs to thrive. Count me among the latter.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yikes. Ouch. <clears throat> Hold on. I gotta walk. <clears throat> Go ahead. You keep going, but I got to take a walk.
1: So she posted that. And as you can imagine, there were people who did not care for it.
0: <laughs> what?
1: Sure, <Why>? I know. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I read that tweet and I was like, yeah, I don't disagree. However, she did come back and this is what. She said, This was just uh, uh, the next day. She said, I don't think I missed
0: what you think thinking was. <laughs> okay. By the way, <laughs> she, I'm getting to use my buttons again. I'm praying. You're enjoying it.
1: This is her apology the next day. I don't like how the last sentence of this tweet sounded, it lacked humility. It's sort of grossing me out to look back on it. I'm sorry, you guys. I was bewildered and frustrated and should have stopped with the first tweet. Um, I am forever in a battle with my own mouth. Okay. Forgive me. Okay. So I appreciate that. You
0: mean someone came with humility? Yeah. With humility? With humility? I didn't
1: know it existed. Someone
0: talked about their faith and politics and did it from a humble place. Yeah. I'm not there yet. No. So good for her.
1: <laughs> no. I um so there there was a there was a part of me that resonated with that. I went, yeah, because because we use Christian nationalists, we use they, the, the media, mm-hmm. both sides, left, right, center, all of them use the term, uh, evangelical Christians, evangelical whites, evangelical, all of these things. Yeah. They use these terms in a political way. right? Um, but yeah, she went a little too far yeah. with, with what she said, how she said it. Um, and especially that last count me among the latter, it, it did get a little, maybe a little preachy no, okay or something. I'm definitely okay with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, and then I read um, this week from uh, you know one of my favorite pastors in New York. Let Rich, me guess, mm-hmm. Rich Fields. <laughs> yes. Okay. Fantastic. Um, he said he he posted this. He said this is how he began every sermon in 2020 um, when they did a series on God, politics, and the church. Okay. Um, so obviously that was the election year. It was a, it was a big one, um, and this is how he started every sermon. Um, no matter how you vote, you are welcome in our church. I just ask that you would commit to see politics through Jesus and not Jesus through your politics. Let's go. That you would be curious about why your brothers and sisters see things differently and that you would live humble, prayerful lives. And I went, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So many times we've we've got the script flipped a little bit and we're seeing Jesus through the lens of our politics. Yeah. And that is not the way it's supposed to be.
0: So I am really excited. Okay, we're doing this thing as a family, the Johnson family. Um, we used to have a prayer meeting every Sunday night mm-hmm. uh, as a church, and we've uh, we've moved to like a once a month situation. You're aware, but maybe pot parishioners aren't. Uh, we've moved to a once a month situation. That's so I why no one's there keep... when
1: I come on Sunday <coughs> nights. Jeez, somebody would tell me. Sorry.
0: So what, what are the do? Johnsons doing? We uh, we we wanted to kind of keep up the, uh, the cadence of something Sunday night. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we have actually started watching the chosen back from season one, episode one, cause the kids haven't seen it. Yeah, I honestly don't think Julie's seen it. And it's been so long since I've seen season one, episode one. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. And it's one of the things that I just really appreciate is the fact that, um, you get to see that the mindset of Jesus is radical. Mm. It is countercultural to everything, yes. and everybody is trying to put Jesus into their box. And he comes, and he goes. I mean, I get it, I, mm-hmm. but also no, yeah. right? Um, and so we—I don't
1: fit in there, but I also
0: don't fit in there. That's right. That's right. So I can't. I, he can't exist in either place, other than the fact that he's already the King on the throne, and people sh- should probably bend their their culture mm-hmm. to him. But uh, but we see other things where people. Um, they get really worked up about sin Mm -hmm. and they're like, Oh, we have to take a stand for righteousness. And we saw this play out uh, here this past week also with uh, another pastor. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Who got canceled, but I, I'm going to kind of leave it up to you as to whether or not you think he was canceled for the right reason. Do you know who Alistair Begg is?
1: I recognize the name.
0: Okay, I'm going, to, uh, I'm going to push play on this just so that you can kind of hear his voice, okay? A
2: ...journey into a far country, and there he squandered his property in reckless living.
0: So he's when he reading, he's a just reading the scripture, okay? Do so enjoy his and voice and he Yes, he's a Scottish pastor, and he has a half-hour program that comes on every day called Truth for Life. Okay. Now, Alistair Begg, I listened to a lot of when I was uh, a, a younger man and I was delivering pizzas. Uh, his radio show came on while I was oh. delivering pizza. So I spent a lot of time in the car listening to, to, to his sermon series uh, on the truth for life um, uh, show. That show has been pulled from a lot of radio mm. uh, distribution, uh, places, including American family association. Um, and they, they have essentially pulled, um, uh, truth for life because of advice that Alistair Begg gave on a podcast. Are you ready for this advice? Mm -hmm. Okay. A grandmother called him in, called in and said, my son is getting married to a transgender person. Um, I'm sorry. I think it was my grandson. My grandson is getting married to a transgender person. Um, I don't agree with that lifestyle, and mm-hmm. I believe that it's a sin, but I also want to love my grandson well. Mm-hmm. Can I go to the wedding? And he he essentially just asked, like, do they know that you think it's a sin? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if that's the case, your love for them may catch them off guard, mm-hmm. but your absence will simply reinforce the fact that they said, these people are what I always thought, judgmental, critical, um, unprepared to countenance anything. So he essentially said, like, you can either go and surprise them with love mm-hmm. or you can reinforce the fact that your faith makes you intolerant. Mm. Wow. that That's what he said. Mm-hmm. Now, do you know how challenging that mm-hmm. is? Like, that's a very challenging thing it to is. say that... I'm going to go and, surp- and say that I, I don't agree with you, but I love you enough to know that this is important to you. And so I'm, gonna, I'm going to be here to show that I love you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: even, in, even in the fact that I disagree with it. Right. And when you surprise people with love, th- th- things can change. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, Dude, when uh, Lilith in episode one, of, uh, or episode one, or, yeah, I think it was episode one of The Chosen is in the bar and reaches for the drink. Mm-hmm. And Jesus grabs her hand and says, You don't need do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, he surprised her with love yeah. and then got to call her by name and said, Mary. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what can happen when you surprise people with love and you're not just stuck to. He shouldn't even be in that establishment. It's, an, it's a bar where they have right. prostitutes. He should, Jesus shouldn't be there. He shouldn't support that kind of lifestyle. Isn't this exactly what they said that he parties yeah. with with drunks and prostitutes? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So anyway, he got canceled and I don't I don't think it's right.
1: I don't I don't either. <laughs> and you know, I said this years ago and I think it's even more true now, uh, having a conversation with someone and talking about the church we need, and I don't have the answers. Let me go ahead and get that out first. Yeah. I don't have the answers. But we need to think about how we're going to respond when people who don't look like us, who don't sound like us, who don't, whatever, however you want to say it, <laughs> they show up to the church looking. Yeah. Yeah searching for jesus how do we respond yeah because here's the thing oh this is gonna get a little little hard i think it's gonna get a little difficult but there could be someone who has lived a transgender life for years for years and years and years and you know what jesus came and radically saved them met them where they were Mm radically save them and they're showing up at the church and they're saying, what do I do? Where do I go? What happens now? The church needs, we've got to figure out how we're going to respond Yeah, because that's going to happen. There are going to be people that show up who have been married. They've been in a same sex relationship, married for decades. Their lives are entwined in a way that is going to be very hard to untwine. Yeah. <laughs> And how does the church respond? Are we going to respond with, we'll just do it as soon as you can, as quick as you can. You got to get out of that lifestyle. We're talking about destroying families, yeah, destroying lives, yeah, trying to undo identity, decades identity. worth. Identity. Yes.
0: Cha- I mean, literally like just that, that's, that's so difficult.
1: We have to figure out how we're going to respond. Yeah. And it's got to come from a place of love.
0: So this is something that, uh, that he says, um, first of all, he called this whole situation, um, a storm in a teacup, right? Like it's he's a big so, deal. He's so Scottish. Oh, and he, he's so wonderful. It's a big deal, but it's really small. Yeah. Like it's a big deal. It's a but storm. It's a storm, but Just it's in a, a teacup. It's in a teacup. Um, he says, I'm not ready to repent over this. I don't have to. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. Um, he has made it clear that the only place for sexual relationship is within a heterosexual monogamous relationship mm-hmm. between one man and one woman, right? He's, he's already done yeah. all that. Um, but he also um, said that that those who condemn the LGBTQAI plus community were not practicing the teaching, teachings of Jesus. Mm. This is what he says. He says, what happens to homosexual people is that when they are either... Th- <clears throat> What happens to homosexual people is that they are either reviled or affirmed. Mm. The Christian has to say, we cannot treat you in either of those ways. The reason that we can't revile you is the same reason we can't affirm you because of the Bible, because of God's love. Mm-hmm. We cannot hate you and we cannot affirm you. Mm-hmm. We can't say, why? Because the Bible, the Bible tells me that I, I love you. Mm-hmm. And even when it's hard for me to do it, I need to do that. Yeah which means that i accept you as who you are mm-hmm. but i cannot affirm you for what it is that you do yeah that's all sin it's no different than anything else yeah. it's really no different than anything else it's all sin so all right um so i'm just saying like dude bring bring truth for life back <laughs> Alistair amazing. He's an yeah. amazing preacher. And also his voice is phenomenal. He's like so it's great. so, it's, it's, it reminds me of driving at night. I mean, I don't know why, but like he, like driving in the country at night. To one of the citizens of that country who sent him into his fields to feed pigs. And he was longing to be fed. I mean, how do you say feed pigs in such a way that it makes you, it makes you, okay.
1: Makes me miss Pastor Des. <laughs> his mm. Welsh accent.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I feel weird now transitioning into the B. No,
1: nope, I think it's perfect. Let's get into it. Oh,
0: no, not the bees. Not the bees! Ah! Elevation Church unveils Stanley Tumbler baptismal. <laughs> oh I'm going to show you a picture. <laughs> it is a Stanley. That <laughs> is so fabulous. It's a Stanley Tumbler and, uh, you climb up and you, and you dive in. Um, and, and here's the thing. I'm not going to read the story. Uh, this is in response to my hypocrisy. Um, my just straight up <laughs> 100% uh-huh. unbiased hypocrisy. Okay. And I don't appreciate uh, my wife for doing this Um Real quick, after we recorded that show last week, mm-hmm. uh Julie told me, you know, she had already said that she really wanted this uh, Cosmo pink tumbler from, uh like, from, from Target. And I'm like, good luck. Uh, <laughs> there's no, and, um, <laughs> and, <laughs> what if I was like, the Holy Spirit told me I needed to get it? Um, <laughs> you want to punch me? No, but I, you know, I, I, I was realizing you know she doesn't really ask for much in valentine's day if that's what she wants for valentine's day mm-hmm. i think i can probably make that happen and so okay. um what do i care if it's another cup in the thing right like hey yeah. d- listen here's the here's the thing she doesn't know about all the cups i've thrown away <laughs> There's so many of her cups that she's like, where is this cup? And I'm like, is it a Goodwill? Um, so many, <laughs> right? So what do I care about? One more cup. Oh, What's that's one fine. more. That's fine.
1: Just so, get rid of it. Find another one to get rid find of. Find
0: another one to get rid of. We have a, a one in, two out policy. So um,
1: <laughs> I like it. So, yes. I am there for
0: that. So I, I got on Facebook Marketplace and uh, this person was asking $160 for this cup. And I was no. like... <laughs> That's funny. And just kind of kept going and uh, found somebody who uh, was like, uh, oh, yeah, he, you know, I, I we got them for cheap. And then I looked in and was like, oh, that's a scam. That's just somebody stealing my money. That's cool. And then so finally I found somebody that was reasonable. And we, uh, you know, we, we, dickered. and these are
1: the ones that were at Target, these right? Are, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we kind of dickered back and forth a little bit and then um, got uh, Did what back and forth? Dickered. It's a Northeastern way of like bargaining. Like we kind of like, we, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, Okay, just um, read a book. I don't know. <laughs> so, I am reading a book. Thank you very much. Oh, finally! What what book
1: are you reading? I am reading uh, the Hunger Games prequel, oh, The Battle of Songbird and Snakes. It's real good, real good. So I anyway, also read another book. I've already finished a book this year. Thank you. Good for me. you.
0: Um, by the way, that we're pretty early on in the year to be finishing books. I'm well telling done. you what. Well done. So, um, but I. I I got it for a, what I consider a decent price. It mm-hmm. wasn't, I, I definitely paid a markup because I didn't have to stand in line, but I didn't pay some ridiculous amount. I didn't play like a six X multiplier or something stupid. Right. So uh, I got it. And then uh, because it's pink, I put, you know, two Barbie from Ken, you know, that, uh-huh. that situation. And um, she was like, oh, that's so sweet. She took a picture of it and posted it and tag dropping Sunday in it. And um, with just <laughs> hashtag, if you know, you know. And um, I got called out by people immediately i was just like what a hypocrite yeah 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 i am a hypocrite uh stanley cups are are uh are, they're still stupid but if that's what my wife wants i'm okay
1: i mean you can say they're stupid and still get it for her i don't have a problem with it right
0: yeah there's a lot dude, there's lots of things that i buy for 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 people yeah. that i think is dumb but they like it Sure, sure absolutely i, th- I mean listen let's talk about Let's talk about all the the wrestling things that I'm allowed to do that everybody in my house hates, but still, oh, let's, you know what? Okay. We're going to get out of the the beat. Oh, it's a rough time to be a wrestling fan. Wrestling Corner with mm. Seth real quick. Um, last weekend uh, was my favorite weekend of the year. It is, okay, I can't see your eyes anymore because they're rolled so far back in your head. Okay, last weekend is my favorite weekend of the year. It's the Royal Rumble weekend. It's my favorite event. And and so I always like go back and watch previous Royal Rumbles. Lots lots of fun. I'm just kind of getting ready for the event. This The Women's Royal Rumble, just chef's kiss wonderful bailey you should absolutely do what you're doing the heel the you you've turned completely face uh, against your team and that, i'm so ex- excited that bailey is going up against damage control it's so great okay so that's number 1 men's royal rumble um you know I, Cody, Cody Rhodes should win. And he did. And then he pointed at Roman Reigns. And so it's like, yes, Cody, go finish your story. And then, uh, and then like CM Punk gets hurt. And then now, so now there's not a Seth Rollins, uh, thing. And so now Seth Rollins is going to go after CM Punk, uh, after, uh, Cody Rhodes. And now, The Rock is back. The Rock? Really? The Rock is going to be coming back? And when's Cody going to finish his story? That's what I want to know. When is Cody going to finish his story? Because he can't do that if The Rock is fighting freaking Royal Reigns at WrestleMania 40. What are we doing? That just makes no sense whatsoever. And it's also a real tough time to be a wrestling fan because then you find out the lawsuit against Vince McMahon is real bad. I mean, real bad. I mean, real, real bad. Hey, for real? Uh, Vince McMahon is being charged with sex trafficking.
3: Oh, oh yeah, it's bad. And That's then like a, a bunch Mickey. of uh,
0: yes, yes. So he's been completely like removed from mm-hmm. everything. And so, uh, so yeah, it's it's just it's just a hard time to be a wrestling fan because everything was going in so the right direction, and now I don't love. I don't, now I'm going to be patient and see how things play out, but I don't want to see the Rock and, ro- I do. I want to see the Rock and Roman Reigns for sure. I, 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 who wouldn't want to see that match? I, I get it, but I, that's not the match that I, that I really want to see. So, <clears throat> okay. What's are not for me?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know how to respond to any of that. Okay.
0: You know, sorry, I just had to get it out. It had to come out somewhere. Do you feel
1: better? Yeah. Yeah. Listen,
0: there's going to be a very small contingency of our pod rationers that are going to be like, yes, 100%. By small, I mean me. I was going to say,
1: how many? Give me a number. Listen,
0: this podcast is made. (laughs) Give me a number. This podcast is designed for people in my demographic who are me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, go ahead. Which are not for me.
1: Um, Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I need to tell this story, and me telling this story is my not for me. But okay, that, something funny <laughs> happened today. Okay. Oh no. Um. So I went to uh, I went to Target with my mother earlier today. We were looking for something specific, and we went to a different Target than we typically go to. And when we were walking out, there was uh this. Uh, these kids, two girls that looked like they were probably twins, about twelve, okay. and I, then I saw what looked like a brother, probably fourteen, fifteen. Then I saw their dad, <clears throat> and I was throwing something away in the trash can, okay. and he was as well. And we kind of met at the trash oh can at gotta the same time. Cute, okay. And he looked up at me and he kind of smiled. I got fluttery inside. Okay, I was like. Sir? Oh, and I'm sure he's married. I did I did not even have presence of mind to look if he was wearing a ring. But he had three kids with him that all looked like him, so I'm sure they were his. Oh,
0: yeah, because marriages really always work out. 100% well, I of know, but
1: together. I, I he, he... Listen, no woman was going to let him go. He was. You don't know that? She could have been a monster. Maybe he
0: walked he, away. Maybe he's a saint and an angel. Maybe his kids are literally going like, Dad, you need to find somebody. You're a catch. Yeah. Don't let our... Of a mom,
1: keep you from. <laughs> don't don't do this to me. You missed it. Don't do this to me. It could have been. Listen, it. it was like when I t- I have not felt that little fluttery in a Hello. very long time. He oh. was so good looking. It took me a few minutes to to like recover, and my mom. <laughs> We got inside Target and I was like, and mom didn't really notice at the time what was happening. But then like when it took me so long to recover after we started walking to Target, she was like, oh, calm down. She's so mean sometimes. Well, also
0: like... Shouldn't she be like fostering this in no, some way, shape, or form? She should, but
1: she doesn't. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: anyway, my not for me is me telling that story, but I had to tell that story because you know it what? was so... Your not for me
0: should be the fact that you didn't try. I know. You in that moment. But also
1: like like today, I'm like Saturday is my dress down day. I'm wearing like
0: And he still gave you the
1: look? Well, it wasn't I don't think he was giving me a look. Yes, he I was, was giving him a look. Yes. He just smiled at he was just mm. being friendly. I think. And it was just, it was enough. Oh, that's man. all it took. Oh, man. I can't wait. Till, I
0: can't wait till act two when you guys run into each other again. It's going to be awesome. I
1: know, but it was this was in Grapevine. I'm never in Grapevine. Either. Oh, wow.
0: Well, cut to, two, two weeks there. from now. And Andrea's going to Grapevine for all of her oh, shopping Oh, that's going to be my normal target from now on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I hate that target. But anyway, um, yeah. Yeah. I just, I thought somebody would appreciate that. Yeah, no, I I appreciate the story.
0: I don't, I don't love it, but uh, Mm. I appreciate it. Um, What's your not for me? My not for me is a movie that's coming out called The Ark and the Darkness. And it is, uh, it, I don't know what kind of reimagining it is. It's supposed to be like a documentary talking about creationism and things that happened with the arc and those types of things. Okay. And, and the, the graphics are kind of cool, you know, uh-huh. uh, with, with everything. I'm just going to, uh, I'm going to go to the movie flyer and I just want you to see what the movie flyers look like. <clears throat> and please describe what you're looking at right now.
1: I didn't know dinosaurs could swim. Yeah, that's right. It is a
0: (laughs) swimming T-Rex next to the ark.
1: And I... Are um, they saying that that's what killed the dinosaurs?
0: Yeah, that's... the thought it was an asteroid. No, apparently it was the flood because, Jesus, uh, if it didn't happen in the Bible, if it wouldn't... There's so many reasons that it could have been anything else. Uh, But what are we doing? (laughs) Like, seriously? Because here's the deal. You know who we know for certain died during the flood? people all the people as a matter of fact all the people save 10 um just <laughs> all of the people eight I actually gave a little bit more credit did Shim and Japheth already have like kids with them
1: oh probably it was them and their wives okay yeah. cool
0: so you know other than that immediate kind of family uh that's all of the people died and so you know what you would find next to all of the dinosaurs, if we were all like buddy, buddy with dinosaurs, like if we, there's literally in, in the, uh, in the, what's it called? A trailer. Mm-hmm. There's video of like a guy with a rope around a dinosaur's neck. Like, what are we doing? What, what, what are we doing? <laughs> you know what would happen if people were trying to outrun the flood on a brontosaurus? You know what you'd find people on the back of a brontosaurus. That's what you'd find. Like yeah. when you're, you dig up fossils. Oh, that'd what, be fun. I mean, listen, I'm not opposed to it. I think everybody dreams of doing something like that mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. Uh, but I'm just saying, nah, dog. Nah, no. that's my not for me, is this this movie poster of a T-Rex swimming next to the uh, next to Noah's Ark.
1: Do you kind of want to go see the movie, though?
0: 100% I'm going to go see it. No, 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 no. no. You've, <laughs> you've misunderstood. I'm watching the F out of this movie. I... I'll spend money <laughs> to support this nonsense, uh, but it's it's in theaters only on March 20th and 21st. So, listen, if anybody like, wants to go see
1: this movie with me, ten days before Easter, I love that.
0: Oh, first of all, how do you know these things? But phenomenal. I don't keep up with when Easter is. The, I let me. You want to know when I keep up with a bit of Are you having a stroke? stroke. <laughs> do you want to know uh, how I know when it's Easter? Please tell me. Because the week before, somebody says it's Palm Sunday this week, and I go, great. Now I know.
1: And you call yourself a church musician? No,
0: I'm just joking. I'm making jokes. I really know it's because I know when Ash Wednesday is, and I know it's 47 days from there.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, Hey, you know what else is coming in theaters?
0: Uh, The Chosen, yes, it's four. yeah, it's out now. It's out now. Episode one. Episodes. I thought maybe we should go see it today. Yeah. well, I, I thought that's what we could record about this week. And then I looked and saw, oh man, the first three episodes uh, you can go see in the theaters, and it's three and a half hours. And I was like, don't have that time,
1: <laughs> don't want to spend that much time with Andrea. Jeez, I mean, uh-huh.
0: nah, not really. Same. What if that dude was there with his kids?
1: Okay, have Just, to go to Grapevine.
0: Let's go. <laughs> I'll do anything. Um,
1: I also. <laughs> I also told my mom do you remember what I said to you last Sunday mm, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> somebody was at church was talking about some somebody being seasoned you know like seasoned church members oh meaning old meaning old yeah. and you said you're seasoned and I said no, no you're salty yeah that's not the same thing as seasoned yeah and I was telling my mom about that because I thought that was like prime yeah. joke and she said y'all are so mean to each other <laughs> I said yeah I don't think we are I think we're, I think we're appropriate. I think, we're, <laughs> I think we, I think we are appropriately mean to each other.
0: I think that we have an appropriate friendship banter that all people wish to have, and that's why people listen to us. I think so. That's a show. Uh, I forgot we were recording for a moment. It did. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, let's land this plane for the love." We're just sitting here buttering each other's bread.
1: <laughs> like, oh no, we're great. We're that, wonderful.
0: Okay, that don't give that look. That means like you give someone a compliment. You butter their bread. No, You've never I've, heard that phrase?
1: I have. Did you see the video where Jeez. Grimes, you know who Grimes is? I don't
0: know. Who, is this a character on NCIS? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Comes back a, in two weeks. Oh um, <laughs> of
0: course it does. Of course it does. No,
1: Grimes was, uh, was married to Elon Musk. They I had... You know who Elon Musk yes, is. Yes, got, we
0: got music playing in the background. Quickly. We got to get out of here.
1: She, there's a video of her talking about how she she says, I invented this thing called buttered toast. That's what she says. Yeah. Anyway, it just made me laugh. Because she's, what is what is with these celebrities who think that they invent stuff? And she's like, yeah, I melt butter and then I put toast in it. That's what she does. She melts the butter in a pan and then puts the the toasted by the way
0: great trick i love that yeah by the way never thought of that before until she admitted it and now (laughs) and now
1: there it is give her all the credit okay
0: listen our thoughts and opinions don't have to be the final word your listener about any of these things however uh you know if you want to give your thoughts and opinions you can how would someone do that come back come back
1: (laughs) i am so sorry guys that went way off the rails you can do that by letting us know we are at dropping sunday on all the things
0: that's right. Um, support the show financially. Patreon.com slash Dropping Sunday. We're the merch. Dropping Sunday slash merch. That's how the words are said. Uh, but here's the thing. If you want to support the show, the best way to do it is uh-huh. to tell a friend about it. Yeah. I mean, we listen, we don't put a lot of them out there, but what we do, it's real good. They're
1: real funny, guys. We, we
0: have good times, and you have good times. And so tell people, hey, listen, there's this show. It's called Dropping Sunday. The hosts are funny and humble, and uh, you would love to listen to it. And, then, and
1: Andrea's entering her cowgirl era.
0: Yeah, if you want to hear all of the weird things that are going to come of Andrea's cowgirl era, what is happening? What is? Are happening? you wearing boots tomorrow, church? You were boots? No. Shame. All right. Um, well, listen. We'll see what happens whenever we come back next time. But until then, this is uh, this is Andrea. This is Dropping Sunday. Yeehaw! Hey, let's uh, go ahead and make a pact that you're never going to yeehaw on the show again. Can we do that, please? Can we just make a pact <laughs> Your right face now?
1: This is so great. <laughs> uh,
0: my face was uh, that. That bit needs to die. It happened once, and it's over.
3: Good.